Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. It is the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. You can listen anywhere. We were just talking about that. Uh, and we can broadcast anywhere. We've had Lori broadcasting in Hawaii, which was so exciting to feel like we were part there, part here. This morning, I am in New York City at the uh, uh, Live with Kelly and Ryan studios. We've got Kelly and Rocco uh, back home in our home studios in the Twin Cities. So we're all over the place hanging out. Kelly, thank you for filling in. Yes, of course. Uh, hey, let me get to this story quick. This is this is a wild story about the stupidity of rich people. There's a New York City woman who is charging couples $10,000, and if you pay her $10,000, she will do this for you. What do you think couples are paying $10,000 for? I know the answer. Should I just say it, or do you want me to, you want Rocco to guess? Let's have Rocco Ten? guess. Rocco, are you flying blind on this? Uh, oh, yeah, New I am York flying City blind. Rich couples. Okay, good. $10,000. Uh-huh. Here, take this 10000 but then you have to do this for us. Um, Be good, Rocco. Does it involve uh, cleaning something you don't want to clean? How about this? It involves babies. Hmm. $10,000. Mm-hmm. Does it involve baby poop? <laughs> can I just, right can I just add that I actually kind of like this? Oh, I'm going to lose my mind. There's a 33-year-old, <laughs> quote-unquote, professional baby namer <laughs> oh. namer in New York. I could do this. Here's uh, Kelly, anybody could do, my could 9-year-old do it. could do this. I know. There's a kind of why I like Her it. name is Taylor Humphrey. She calls herself a professional baby namer and she charges up to 10k to name your baby. She does not have any kids herself. She describes herself as a passionate writer and storyteller who is quote Adept at branding, marketing, and social media. She has also worked as a matchmaker in the past. She's been working in the, quote, baby naming business since 2015. Now, she has a range of fees. If you just want to call her, Taylor, help us. We want a name. That could cost you as little as $1,500. But Mm. if you want her to get to know you, if you want her to get to know your family, look through your genealogies, etc., that's what will get you to the $10,000 premium price. Now, Rocco, can you click on, do you see this is in the bottom of See Something, Say Something? Okay. Could you go and click on that link, and then you'll scroll to the bottom, and there's a little bit of audio that you can play oh, gotcha. of Taylor uh, explaining some of her thoughts on names, and, and we'll give this to you, the My Talk listener, for free, because we're always trying to save you money. Here's some names that she seems to care about at the present moment. Here are my top suggestions for a little brother. I would say Emmett, Miller, and Grady, Wilson, Waylon, Fletcher, Langston, or Harvey. I'm kind of trying to evoke a ritzy Art Deco 1920s oh. revival. Happy baby yes, naming. Yes, queen. 
Oh, yes, Queen. Man, Evoke what an it. Interesting concept, which I think I would be very good at. Okay, you now, can Kelly. hire me. I'll help you name your baby. I'll help you narrow it down. How about that? But you would never. This is anyone who pays for this service. We would all agree. Mm, is a People dummy. will pay for anything. Anything. What I what I have um, naming a baby. I've named two, and the first name came from a suggestion from my mom, and it was like, you know, like oh, the light bulb went off. The second one, mm. I have no recollection of how we came up with Quinn's name. Not even oh, wow. an ounce of a clue. I remember, I believe it happened in the living room one night when we were just talking about names. And he, I think my husband said Quinn. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think we should. Yep, we'll do that. Like, and we had like a couple. And then we were thought, when they're born, we'll make that decision. But you always have in the back of your mind the one that you think you're going to choose, right? So, I don't yeah. know. I feel like it's... When people don't know what to name their baby, I have a hard time. I'm like, how do you, how, I don't know. I don't but when know. she read that list there, like, understand, here are, like, my baby boy names that I'm feeling right now. Langston, Blake, Bill. Yeah, just <laughs> I pull, she's Google. A, I wonder if she's a You can a mom. Google baby boy. No, she's not. She doesn't have any kids. She just spent all her time focusing on the ever-changing, you know, baby name industry. Google a list. It sounded like she was reading the top nine names from a list of the top 100 baby names. And I'm trying to evoke more of like a royal feel, sort of, let's see, like do the you, gilded Do you think era. it's her voice that you're more annoyed with and like her being than the actual thing she's doing? <laughs> I'm sure that she is sweet. I do struggle <laughs> a little bit with vocal fry mm-hmm. tendencies. Yeah. A lot of the, oh my yeah. gosh, and then mm-hmm. are we gonna go to happy hour? Oh my. <laughs> a little difficult at times. Man. Um, we're gonna do a full music chatter after this next break but um can i just talk quickly about the headline that you dropped in here kelly about this couple that i think i want to be this couple who is retiring and living on a cruise ship Mm. i love this they're retiring on a cruise forever i thought about doing the world tours before you know they have cruises um that i think last for i don't know 120 days or 150 days and i thought that would be interesting because you really do get to see the world. Now you get to see it like, you know, one eight hour stop at a time, but that's why I like ordering the sampler platter. Hmm. I don't think I could cruise forever. I don't think you could cruise for two weeks. I could cruise for two weeks. You're a baby cruiser. I bet you get really nervous on cruises. Mm, I've cruised four times in my life. Oh, that's pretty good. That's um, you're well traveled yeah. in that case. Well, I mean, like to the Caribbean, I. Yeah, still. But I, um, yeah, I, I don't think I could do longer than two weeks. I don't think the norovirus is ple- pleasant. So. Sure. Yeah, and if it gets on the boat, <laughs> although they have a lot of cleaning stations now. That you know, also washy, kind washy. of. I, I, do I have time for this quick story about a cruise? It's like a second long. Uh-huh. Oh, like, uh, yeah, like give me a, a second five, long story. I went on a cruise for yeah. work several years ago with uh, Chris Eggert from Five Eyewitness News. We were on a Disney crew for the show. And uh, there's I a love couple this stories. story. Well, I'm not telling that story because that's a longer story. I can tell that another yeah. time. I can tell it when we come back. However, there were so many cleaning stations around the boat. I remember walking down the stairs and I grabbed the handlebar, the, the, the handrail, and then I must have put my hands on my face within the next uh, nanosecond 
Chris Eggert lost it that I he was convinced I was going to get sick. And from then on, I thought, oh, my God, how often am I putting my hands on my face after touching things? All the time we do this, you guys. So, yeah, he was very vigilant with me that week on do not touch things and then touch your face, which, gosh, isn't that a lesson for us all? But if you want me to tell the story later, I will about my adventure on a cruise with Chris Eggert. And it's quite a doozy about how he arrived at your room when he shouldn't have. Let's just say it that way. Um, Yeah, we'll see if we can get into that before we go. When we come back, though, I do want to get to this. Kelly Hansen has a name for all of you to know. Some of you may already know this name in the world of country music. She is a a local star who is just making moves in the country music scene, and Kelly has been able to spend some pretty cool time with her and get some cool access. So we're about to drop a name that you need to be following Uh, You'll hear from her as well. That when we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Spring is here. Donna, aren't you excited the season's changing? Eh, Change isn't for me, Steve. One time my hairstylist said, let's change it up. I'm still recovering. Oh, Grasshopper, you must learn to embrace change. Join the Y. They've got group classes. They can help you be more mindful through life's ups and downs. And if you join by April 15th, you'll get $15 enrollment with 10% off dues till June. Wow. Okay. You've changed my mind. I knew I would. Join at YMCANorth.org. Rocco, you'll dig this because you, even though it might not be your genre of choice, Rocco has an appreciation for lo- the local music scene and people who are moving and grooving and a little mm-hmm. off the beaten path. But if you know about them, and if you know about them early, you'll be glad you did. So with that, Kelly, uh, introduce maybe Rocco and quite a few of our listeners, I bet, to your special friend. Yes. So her name is Caitlin Smith, and she is a Cannon Falls native, grew up in Cannon Falls. Uh, I found out about Caitlin Smith several years ago. Her people reached out to Twin Cities Live and said, we have this singer-songwriter from Cannon Falls. She lives and works in Nashville, and she's just killing it. Uh, We'd love if she could come on your show and perform. And it all worked out. She came and performed, and I fell in love with her music. And this, again, was several years ago. Um, But now she has just released her third album. She started her own headlining tour on April 1st at First Ave, which I got to go to. And it was so fun. Uh, I, I've never um, been to a concert at First Ave, and it was just really a great, a great venue and just a fun time. Anyway, Caitlin Smith, what's really interesting about Caitlin and also kind of the singer-songwriter world um, is that she is a big name in the writing world and has this amazing voice and is has, you know, this is her third album. She's been singing forever, but I think she really got her start as a songwriter in Nashville. She's written for Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. She's written for Rascal mm. Flatts. She's written for Megan Trainer and John Legend. She's she's got some cred in the writing department. For sure. And so yeah. she's writing always her own music and collaborating with people. Um, she has a hit out right now on country radio called I Can't featuring Old Dominion. So it's her song that they are singing on. And um, she's just incredible. Go ahead. It reminds me kind of of a Chris Stapleton type of story, right? This is exactly what it reminds me of. He was prolific. He was prolific in writing for people. Mm -hmm. And then then it turned out, oh, this guy can sing too. And Caitlin Smith, as we're about to hear, I mean, she's got a beautiful voice. And it's funny. It it shows you the weird kind of unpredictable... 
system for some of these songwriters, some who remain primarily songwriters for their entire career right and do little gigs here and there and then others who you, it's like you need the right net uh the right label person to say at the right time all right you yeah you're, you're going on tour Isn't and then things can really dramatically change it's, it really is it's about like the one song in the right moment it it doesn't mm-hmm. matter there are so many amazing singer songwriters out there that just haven't had that one moment yet right on country radio where that's really going to get you your ticket I feel. I mean these Caitlin has worked her bootay off. So I recently um right before she went on tour, uh I was invited to come see one of her rehearsals in Minneapolis as she was gearing up for that's her so first half concert. It was the most incredible moment. I say top 5 Top five moments in my career. I've been doing this for almost 20 years. And being able to be there, they gave me the headphones. I listened to her sound come through oh, as they so were cool. mixing it in this incredible rehearsal space that I did not know existed. It was like behind this door, I pressed a button and then I opened it up and I was like, where am I? Photographer Seth and I were losing our minds. <laughs> and it was just such a cool experience. But I, I interviewed her. We talked about how she is now... She produced this album, Women in Country Radio. There aren't a lot of women who are producing their own on their own. Mm. And it's just good for her. She's paving the way and she's incredible. So her new album is called High. It was just released on April 8th and I bought it the day it came out because you got to support our local gals. But also it's just so great. And my favorite song right now is um, In Another Life. It's I don't know if we've got the clip, but I just I can't stop listening to it. Oh, that's good, Kelly. Isn't that just That's like, good. She's good. It is her voice. She, I can't even describe the control she has when she sings. Right. And I sang for many years. I took voice lessons. So I know when people say like, oh, you have good control. That means that you can hold your, I mean, it's it's all about like the, the breathing, the, the how you deliver the sound. I cannot get over how she can do this. And she does it for every song. And in concert live, it sounded exactly like that. Just See, incredible. now that's the thing with like, I, I keep going back to Chris Stapleton here for a comparison. But when you've got... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Someone who's got the songwriting chops and is, and that's how they came up, is writing and singing their own songs as opposed to being a product of the machine. Right. Of the label, it's when it comes to a live performance. Then it's different because they're just thinking, all I've been doing is gigging my whole life, writing songs, singing them Mm -hmm. in my living room, and then you know, hoping that somebody bites. And that's just so good for her. And I bet it feeds into her vocal performance the fact that she wrote it, she penned the lyrics, she thought about it, she went back and forth, she's playing the guitar, she's singing, working the song out. So when it's time to deliver it on stage, I would imagine it makes the performance that much more 
emotionally connected and less performance of like, oh, and for my next song they've given me to sing, I'll sing you right. this. She, I talked to her about how, you know, writing for yourself can be so very different than writing for other people. When you know the song that you're writing is not for you, it takes on a different tone and meaning and feeling. But what's so, what I love about Caitlin is, you know, she's just the sweetest gal. I mean, she told, she's open for George Strait and Reba, you guys. Like, she's a, she mm. is going to be very big and i really hope that twin cities live if the bosses are listening that i get to go back to the cmas this fall because i have a feeling oh, yeah. that she is going to have some sort of nomination something is going to happen for this girl and i hope 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 for that but she is a mom to two little boys i think mm. i think she they're like three and under i don't and she's killing it i got to go backstage and and see her before she went on her husband at he, first half at first half her husband plays cool. in, in her band. Uh, he's a song or he's a, uh, a songwriter as well. Just incredible. But their little boys are back there. Like she is oh. doing it all, and I don't know how, but uh, incredible. Caitlin Smith. Her new album That's is called name. High. It's great. Uh, now you know you're in the know on Caitlin Smith up and coming. Call us now six five one six four one one zero seven one. We're gonna play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Me versus Kelly. You could call now. Play next. I do want to see how smart you are. Uh, I also want to celebrate uh, April 14th, National Ex-Spouse Day. Oh. A day that oh, uh, they say... we're going with this. <laughs> you encourage those who have dissolved a marriage to forgive their former spouse oh, and move be beyond any nice? anger or bitterness that may remain, blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah, blah. amen. Pastor Pruderson loves this forgiveness <laughs> talk. Yeah, forgiveness. <laughs> and we'll see if Carly, I don't know if Carly is a divorcee or not. We'll find out, but she's going to be on this lead with she right. is. Oh. I am. I should give him a call and say he could celebrate me today. <laughs> are you a forgiven? I don't know if that was the Carly, point. are you a forgiven, forget kind of gal? Uh, depends. Most of, most days. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Forgetting is kind of difficult. For, for, so is, forgiving is very difficult. Forgetting is almost impossible. I have a real hard time um, with both. It's okay. That's for another conversation. But Carly, <laughs> we're so glad you're here. We're all growing together. Carly, um, would you like to go with Stevie Boy, who has a soft, open heart, you know, I realize I have to change, forgive, and be forgiven, or Kelly, who is super mean and won't forgive people? (laughs) (laughs) Who would you like to team up with, Carly? I'm thinking I'm leading towards Donna now, but thanks. Uh, Well... it's Kelly you know, we'll in for Donna, Listen, yes. Oh, Kelly? Okay, sure. Let's, do, okay, let's so, do that, because I yeah, want to be Donna the all the time. Yes. Okay, so here's what um, we're <laughs> going to do. What? Uh, Rocco, you text me whenever it's time for me to come back, oh, or God, Kelly, you text me, because I'm going to take my headphones off. Okay. Um, but somebody get a text ready to send to me, and I'll keep my phone, and I will hang my headphones up for now. Okay, okay there okay, you go. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Good luck, good luck. Okay, oh, this right. is this is all. Tell us what the topic so is. So the topic in relation to National Ex Spouse Day, I'm going to quiz you on some celebrity uh, divorces. Ooh, okay. okay. How are you feeling about this, Carly? You feeling good? I'm feeling pretty good. Okay. All right. Good. Feeling okay. pretty good. All right. I will put our lovely divorcee Carly down on hold, and okay. you are there, Kelly. Okay. I'm going to ask you. You know, we've been talking about uh, J-Lo and Ben Affleck a lot this mm-hmm. week because uh, they have a new engagement, a multi-million dollar ring on her finger. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, the first two questions here are going to be about their exes. Okay. Who was Ben Affleck married to from 2005 to 2015? Jennifer Garner. Who was J-Lo married to from 2004 to 2014? Mark Anthony. Who, this has nothing to do with J-Lo or Ben Affleck, who was Jennifer Aniston married to from 2015 to 2017? Oh, gosh. I can see his face. He's dark-headed. Ugh, ugh. Hang on, hang on. Oh gosh, can Carly help? Does she know yes, this answer? Yes, she will I can, be like, able to help. Here comes Justin the buzzer. Something. Mm. Justin. Oh. Let's see if Carly knows who Jennifer Aniston was married to from 2015 to 2017. Any thoughts? Uh, Justin Thoreau. Mm. Okay, that feels good. That feels good. And you're feeling good about Jennifer Garner and Mark Anthony as her other answers? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel good about that. Right. Yeah. Yep, we're good. We're well, straight. I'm going to text Stevie Boy here. I'll say red. Okay. So do I get to stay? I get to stay. You can stay. Okay. And I'll pull Steve up uh, once he gets that text in New York City. He'll jump back on. He didn't go too far, did he? I mean, he's right next door to Ryan Seacrest. He could have walked in there. Yeah. You never know when a celebrity uh, might. Security came and booted him. (laughs) Right. That happens a lot, I feel. Yeah, so we'll just wait for him. By the way, I didn't announce it yet, but uh, uh, Carly could win a My Talk t-shirt today. All right, I think we got Steve back. All right. Hello. Hi, everybody. Steve, you're going to need to nail this to to prevent Carly from getting that t-shirt. And this is what, this is like divorces, right? Yeah, this is celebrity divorces. All right. All right. Uh, you know I'm not good with relationship news. I think you. It is my my least followed topic I in think the world of entertainment. I think you'll be okay. We'll see. Thank you for the <laughs> okay. Well, we've been talking a bit about J Lo and Ben Affleck this week because of his, or is it Ben Affleck? Do we oh, ever decide boy. that? Um, about their engagement and their multi million dollar engagement ring. But uh, these first two questions deal with their exes. For instance, who was Ben Affleck married to from 2005 to 2015? Okay, I feel really positive about this. Jennifer Garner. And who was J-Lo married to from 2004 to 2014? Mark Anthony. And jumping away from J-Lo and Ben Affleck, who was Jennifer Aniston married to from 2015 to 2017? Justin Thoreau. Oh, let's go to. We're gonna go to the tiebreaker. Those were. I'm never good at this game. Those are kind of easy. That those were. That was. That was low hanging fruit. That's entry level Hollywood romance. Hollywood. I agree. Stuff. All right. Well, then we're gonna go to the tiebreaker. Caitlin, so you? It is Caitlin, right? Uh, Caitlin. Carly. Carly. That's it. Carly. 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 Mind if I call you Caitlin? Um, hey, here's how we're getting this one. No, thank you. Say your name when you think you know the answer. Um, when you think you know the answer, just shout your name and then we'll stop and give you a shot, okay? Okay. All right. Well, I hope you guys didn't discuss uh, celebrity birthdays yet today because that'll give it away. The woman I'm going to play now uh, has a song about divorce from 1972. She's turning 90 today. I'm going to play that song. You tell me. Who's singing this divorce song? Can you give us a letter? The letter. The alliterative letter letter is L. 
Steve. Oh. Steve. I got it, Carly. Loretta Lynn. Oh, what, what were you going to say, Carly? Loretta Lynn. That's what I heard. Good job, you guys. Steve, Give did it you to win? Carly. Carly won. won. Why do you have to ruin my day, Steve? That's why I said Carly, <laughs> you won. Rocco, you, you win. called it, right? Yes, and Kelly, who just was a minute ago begging to go to the CMAs, <laughs> needs to study wow. up on her classic guess, country. Yeah, I didn't. Wow. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't put my finger on it. It's all right. Not without the hint with the L. No, <laughs> man, Kelly. She's I 90. just got a country music question ahead of you. I just feel really good. <laughs> Congratulations, about that. Steve. Yes, thank you, Carly. We'll get you a shirt. You stay on the line. Thanks, it's going to get personal as Rocco yep, asks you. you your shirt size. Uh, so stay with us for that. All right. Meanwhile, uh, we'll get her a prize, which is great. You guys heard about this new social media app called Be Real that kids are using? No. There's another app? Do I have to know about this? Do I have to use it? You don't have to use it, but I am curious if you think it will catch on, stay, become relevant slash stay relevant. Okay. It's called Be Real. It's all one word. And here's what it does. It surprises you at a random time each day, and it makes you post a photo. Now, here's the point, and I think this is kind of cool. The point is to show what's really going on in your life instead of just posting highlights on Instagram. So you could, like, once a day, just do-do, and then it's an alert that says you need to post a picture of what you're doing right now at this exact moment. And it actually takes two pictures simultaneously, one looking at you and one looking out, as I understand it. And then you've only got two minutes to post. And so there is no time to add a filter. The app doesn't even come with any editing tools. And then you will not see your friend's photos from that day until you've posted one. So you can't just creep on people without being a part of it. And if you miss the two minute window, you can still post, but everyone will see that you did it later and it will lose a little bit of the authenticity that they're going here. Two-thirds of the people on it have joined since January, so they've gotten a real swell in the new year. Uh, but not everybody loves it. Some people say that the time limit makes them feel a little bit anxious or they feel lame when they're just sitting on the couch watching Netflix every time. And get this, this is a something worth thinking about. A 25-year-old woman told BuzzFeed that she was crushed the other day. She posted a photo and found out in real time that all of her friends were at a party that she was not invited to. See, this is not good. I'm I'm just thinking about my preteen who is not allowed to have social media. I've told her eighth grade is the earliest you will get it. But if you show me that you can't even handle a phone, like texting with friends, because I check her phone every now and then just randomly, like just to make sure everything's kosher. If, if she doesn't, if I can't trust her with the actual device, then we're pushing the, the social media date out. However, mm. I think about how I would have been with social media as a tween and teen, how that would have been a really traumatic experience. And what that's what these kids are doing. They're all on social media. They're all on Snapchat. They're all on this thing called Zoomerang now. I um, I do not like this one bit. One bit at all. Also, for the fact that I don't really want to see what people are doing in the moment. I just don't. I. What if they're on the toilet, Steve? 
<laughs> Been there, my friend. <laughs> well. And imagine you get an alert and, you know. You're like, plus, I got to do not it. Not only is that going to interrupt the bathroom, it's going to interrupt your Wordle. Because that's where about 90% of people do Wordle. So now it's, I don't do it's Wordle. double trouble. I just don't. You don't do Wordle? I don't do Wordle. I know. Quick question before we go to break. Have Please. you ever tried it? No, because I think it's more fun to tell people I don't do it and hear their reaction. <laughs> you just got one out of me. I did. Because now I feel frustrated with you. Oh, I like it even more. Yeah, okay. All right. We're going to go to a break. I don't like this Uh, be real. Let's get rid of it. Get get rid of the be real. real. Our our kids are in such trouble. Gosh, darn it. Got to watch them. I think the longer you can keep them off of it, the better. And just teach them healthy ways to introduce and show them all the crap. All of her friends have And all the good. I don't understand Oh, I don't like that at all. I don't either. Okay. We're taking a break. When we come back... Gene Simmons, never heard of him. He's talking a little, uh, talking a little heat on some really big stars, people that he says they could not do what we do. I'll tell you which big names that he called out when we return. Donna, Steve, on my talk, my talk one oh seven one, everything entertainment. We've got Kelly Hansen filling in for Donna. Hi guys. Hi Kelly. Hi. Uh, incidentally, Donna Valentine is about ten or fifteen minutes away, I think, from where I am right now. She is. Across the river, as it were, does not sound as good as across the pond. It doesn't have a British vibe. She's in Jersey, and she's spending some time with family. I am here in New York City in the Upper West Side at the studios of Live with Kelly and Ryan, um, hanging out in a makeup room, which we have turned into a makeshift radio studio for today. And luckily, the connection has held up well today after I was in a subterranean green room yesterday i love how colleen lindstrom described it she said it sounds like you're talking through scissors and every now and then the scissors cut you Uh, (laughs) and that's not what you want that's not what you want (laughs) yeah Uh, so we're uh good we're yeah we're having a good time here and they are just they've wrapped up doing some shooting stuff here this morning so sounds like things have calmed down in the hall behind me uh, where I was telling you, you know, Secrets has his room right across the hall, Rocco. I mean, we're oh, just wow. right then, right down the hall. What's it like in there? Are there lots of pictures of, of him just everywhere? Are there, is it like gold no. and white? Are there jelly beans no. in a jar? Well, I, well, I haven't <laughs> been in his you know, oh, dressing room. No, I would, I would, you haven't been I'm invited in? There. No, I'm not going to go. It's a private space. You should take a peek right now. Just go look. If no one's in there, just oh, look in God. there. No, I just heard, I just heard Gelman out there talking with people. You could I be like, "Oh, I, I'm just... sorry, I didn't know." Th- oh, hi, I didn't know. I didn't know this was your room. You just play dumb. Are you Always to play ruin dumb. This all for me, Kelly. What's your game plan? No, here? I just want to game? know more about what's happening in that room. We just kept hearing earlier like muffled voices having a very good time, and yeah, I want to yeah, know it, why it, you weren't invited. There was good vibrant energy. Because, you know, they're all being very respectful of the radio show. You know, they're like, hey, you got a thing to do. I said, what's your end game, Kelly? Rocco, you missed this, but you know who was here earlier today in this very building? No. Josh Brolin, Thanos, of course, from Avengers Endgame. And and I tried to time it, Rocco, so that I refilled my coffee when he was coming out of the studio after the interview. Yeah. And uh, it didn't work. It didn't work. (laughs) Didn't work at all. So it was a swing. In a miss. Um, I do have at the uh, top of the hour, I've got a New York story for those who have joined in progress. Rocco, I don't think, has heard it just yet. We'll tell him a little bit about the big night out that we had last night here in New York. But first, a little uh, music news that I... Let me add, let me pull the room first. Okay. One to ten, how much do you like the, the rock band Kiss? 
Mm. Rocco, you go first. Well, you're asking the wrong guy. uh, You know, here's the thing. I was like five years old when Kiss was like blowing up in like 1977. So I've been like a lifelong Kiss fan. But I roll. I roll with the ebbs and flows of my love for Kiss because they can also be annoying. And they haven't really had a good song in about 49 years. Well, they're all like 75, 80, right? I don't know. I like Gene Simmons. I I watched Family Jewels. Isn't that what it was called? He was great. On His that. reality yeah, show. He was great. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. A, that's not my. That's not my jam, so to speak. But I have respect for people who like rock, like Rocco. Yes. No. I, I would say I'm probably the biggest Kiss fan on the station. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I want to know your thoughts on this. <laughs> In an interview with Entertainment Tonight, Gene Simmons said, "You've got to understand, we love Jagger, Mick Jagger." and Bruno Mars, and Bono, and anybody else, they're all great. But if you put those guys, Beyonce, put Beyonce in my outfit, with seven to eight inch platform heels, dragon boots that each weigh as much as a bowling ball, the entire outfit, studs, leather, and armor, is about 40 pounds. The guitar in the studs is 12 pounds by itself. Then, you gotta spit fire, fly through the air, you do that for two hours. They would pass out within a half hour. So this is Kiss saying, look, we love all these people. Name a big star. Kiss loves them. That being said, there's not a chance they could do what we do. Your thoughts on that, uh, Kiss apologist, <laughs> DJ Rock Lobster. I can't argue with that. I think one of the things that I will say about Kiss, love them or hate them, they, for 50, 60 years now, have been putting on amazing shows. They are true showmen. They they give it all for their fans. When they go on stage, you know, not only is are they in costumes and makeup and these boots, but they're, you know, Gene Simmons spits blood, he breathes fire, oh. Paul Stanley usually flies around in the air. Have you seen them have you seen them live in concert? Oh yeah, a handful of times. You know, the the Ace Fraley guy is shooting, you know, lasers and smoke bombs out of his guitar. I mean, the, those guys know how to put on a show. Like I said, they haven't written a good song, you know, since like 1987 or whatever. But um, they they put on a good show, so I'd have to agree with Gene there. You know, mm. they, he brought up Bruno Mars when he was talking about that, and then you were just mentioning some sort of pyrotechnics. Now let me tell you a critique that I had of Bruno Mars in concert. One of the ten concerts that I've seen in my life, oh thank you. I went and saw him. He was at the X. <laughs> And I actually saw him twice in a span of, because he came back like four or six months later. And the only thing he did, there weren't, he, he, unbelievable performer, can sing live, can dance. He had the whole place wrapped around his finger. However, there were zero outfit changes. Zero. Oh, that's a bummer. And the only thing that they did that was like visual they had fireworks that would go off, just loud bang pyrotechnics that guys, inside of the X, they were too loud. They were, I'm not being a grandpa here. These were too loud, they were jarring. They took away from the song. They didn't add to the song. So anytime that you would hear the bang, 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 you were just, you were bracing for it because you're like, oh, they're gonna do it again at the end of this hook. Ugh, and I it was so that. loud and jarring that, and, and I thought that that, that took from an otherwise really brilliant performance in terms of just singing and having the whole place like vibing with him. I but mean, listen, I've been to 10 concerts. What do you want me to do? That's why Britney Spears, people loved her because she was a performer 
you know, she didn't have the great greatest voice, but she had the outfit changes. She had the animals. She had the dancers. She had the the flame. She had all the or like a Taylor Swift. They are performer. They put on a show, and that's what Kiss does. So, right. I mean, I kind of agree with him. As obnoxious Wait, when as he that breaks is. it down too. Yeah. Like, is the suit really forty pounds? And they also all of that spit stuff? blood. Yeah. What's that, Rocco? Who's what are they doing? Are they is spitting? it their own blood? Yeah, uh, no, you know, it's pain or whatever. But yeah, that he's been doing that oh. since the seventies. He does like God of Thunder, and then he, he has blood in his mouth, and it sort of leaks out a little bit. Starts, oh my like, god, down I would be out chin. of there so bad. <laughs> does he do like one of those? Big like spit sprays of the blood, so you see red droplets. In yes, the sky. and then he <gasps> kind of finishes it by sp- taking like a sword, a flaming sword, and then like blowing like kerosene on it, so it like is a fireball in the air. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing, and he's still doing it at whatever age he is now, seventies. He must be in his mid to late seventies, right? Crazy. Whoa. I guess, yeah, when you put it all that way, it doesn't sound like it's Kelly's vibe. I don't think she's going to be trying to buy Kiss tickets. When you got me backstage at an Avenged Sevenfold concert, remember that? What? Yes, you connected me with someone. I produced something for them. Remember that? This wasn't me. It was you. You're I, making this up. Nope. We'll talk about it in the break. I have break. no idea I what have, this is. All I right. have to. Yes, it's, it's a story. We'll see if we can make sense of that. Plus, I'll tell uh, Rocco <laughs> about my big night out in New York City last night. That 